Hello and welcome to this new edition of the Fuji Podcast. Our next stop of the virtual world tour visiting Java user groups is in the Philippines. Welcome to the Fuji Podcast, all your news about OpenJDK. Once a month we talk about the history of a jug and the people behind it. Today we travel to the Philippines. A new generation of developers has taken over the organization of the jug. And in addition, they are also involved in the organization of the Softcon conference. Let's talk about the history and future of the Java community in the Philippines. I'm Tristan Mahinay. I'm one of the JUG leaders in the Java User Group Philippines. And besides from the community effort, I'm also a consultant for uh, IBM. And then I'm doing also some open source project like uh, contributing to Quarkus. Aside from the Java user group, I'm also like to get to gym to be uh, to have a fit body. Hi, I'm Khaled Legaspi. I was uh, part of the the co-founders of um, Pinoy Jug, which is a bit older than Jug PH. It was started in um, 2001, due to about uh, 2,000 members, but. Um, Most of the members uh, got old, so they and busy. So Tristan and his team with Jug PH are are much more active now. I'm also I also on um, in 2005 I started my own consulting firm, Orange and Brown Software Labs. We specialized very early on on in Spring as well as uh, Agile transformation. I'm also on the board of the Philippine Software Industry Association, which organizes the annual SoftCon conference, among its other activities. Um, hi, I'm Jensen. I'm, I've been a Java developer for more than five years. I'm, as one of the leaders of the Java User Group Philippines, I help in organizing meetups, security, securing partnerships with other communities, and building the group's initial website, and also managing the social media channels, and sourcing uh, merchandise. So um, I'm not officially a contributor yet, but I've recently been working to add uh, improvements in Langchain4j library, which is the Java version of the popular uh, library uh, Langchain. I'm Kirby, Kirby Martino. Currently, I'm running a company that's not in IT right now, but um, it's a workspace like uh, Vegas and WeWork. Uh, flexible workspace but prior to that i had a company which is a software development company and then from there i i had this idea of creating jog ph and then after that years after i i met with uh tristan and from there he he managed to to push forward the initiatives of jog ph i am a java Uh, programmer as well. Been doing software development for many years before I transitioned to to running businesses. Thanks a lot, and I'm Frank Delporte, technical writer at Azul, and making the Fuji podcast just because I want to learn more about Java and the whole community around it. Let's look first at the Java community in the Philippines. How big is it? Is it an active uh, community also? For the Java user group community in the Philippines, I think the one that is, is still active is the yeah the one we created with Kirby, the Java user group Philippines, and the one that Colin said Pinoy Jug. I think it's still 
yeah, I think he's still active, right? Kalen uh, as um, um <laughs> it could be better. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think we are we are the one uh, being the one being active, and we already got uh, confirmation from Oracle itself. I think we are in Dev Java website that we are listed as the active one, and we have this active partnership this October 28th with Samsung Open Conference, which will be held at University of the Philippines. Uh, we will be there with Kirby and Johnson, and uh, I think we will talk about there about data intelligence or mm-hmm. AI. So mm-hmm. yeah, uh, we are active, very active right now. And yeah, my vision is to be consistent with it and uh, learn more with uh, other Java developers here in the Philippines. And since Java, the Java here in the Philippines is a very broad, yeah, most of the companies here, enterprises here, uh, uses Java as their primary uh, back-end frame, uh, back-end language. Karan, you said you can share a bit about the history of mm-hmm. Java community in the Philippines? Java in the Philippines has, has been around quite a while. Like I said, we started in 2001, and then we were really we were quite active. We were uh, we got to a point we were meeting more than uh, more than once a week. Even there was the main meeting, and there mm-hmm. was the there was uh, certain special interest groups like those uh, studying for certification, um, and I guess. We were eager to discuss things because um, we didn't have Stack Overflow and all these other uh, things that, uh, and there weren't as many YouTube videos available as there are today. So we were eager to meet. There were a lot of new things, especially uh, this new movement called Agile. We're talking about things like um, test-driven development and design patterns and continuous integration. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there, it was an exciting, uh, the early 2000s, uh, that was an exciting time to be a Java developer. Mm-hmm. But I guess now we have come to a new area of, of being exciting times with the big evolutions in Java. How do you integrate this in the JUC? Uh, do you specialize on, on evolutions in Java or are you still also looking into uh, development practices like Agile? So, yeah, uh, I think, it should be uh, both the Java itself and then some um, best practices and software coding uh, approaches. Yeah, so I think it will be the good one since we have younger population here in the Philippines. So mm-hmm. maybe we can start with that, with the best practices, and then yeah, just integrate the Java features that is included now in the uh, Java versions. Mm-hmm. I guess you also had some impact of COVID and, and not being able anymore to have physical events that you come together. Did that also have a big impact on your side? This year is the first time that we had a meetup for the Jug PH. This is mm-hmm. the 2023. We decided to have, when I talked to Kirby uh, last time, uh, we, de- we decided to be, to start this initiative to have a meetup by uh I think bi-monthly. Yeah, that's that was my plan to have a bi-monthly meetup. Um mostly in the office of ONB. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So thanks to to Colin for that. You mentioned before, so uh, you have uh, the jug, but you also have the Softcon conference that's coming up. So we are recording uh, this podcast on the 16th of October. Uh we will broadcast it later after the conference. Uh, how are these related to the, the jug and the conference? 
Um, well, the conference has been going on. I, I can't even remember when's the first time. Um, maybe 2011 or something like that. So it's been, uh, it, it evolved quite a bit. For the Java speakers, I turned to uh, the Java user groups for for speakers in Java, as well as uh, my own personal network. And uh, but of course, it's not just it's not a just a Java conference. We have uh, we have people from who specialize in say .NET or JavaScript frameworks. Um, we have speakers that specialize in testing there's uh discussions on architecture there's been quite a few talks on um uh, machine learning there's people who's who uh talk about uh coding practices that not necessarily uh um uh, limiting to a particular language but mm -hmm. talking about clean code and test-driven development uh without really um limiting themselves to a particular language. So uh yeah, it's a pretty broad uh conference, right? Of course we we need sponsors, but we try to be impartial to to any specific vendor, right? Um it's also a conference. A lot of the tech conferences here tend to cater to students, right? So this one we're trying to cater to uh professionals. The breakouts, they're, uh, they're volunteers from the community, very community-driven, right? Um, we we don't pay any speakers to, uh, to you know, if, they're, if they come over, we'll, we'll give them a free dinner and buy them some beers. But other than that, it's, it's community-driven. Mm -hmm. It's also online. So am I correct? Two days online, one day uh, in the university? Uh no, not not university. Um, it's um, it's in one of the hotels for mm -hmm. the for the main conference. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And then the the breakouts will be online. Mm -hmm. What is the experience of this mixed environment of people uh, joining online and and at the venue? Obviously, interaction is different when we did face to face conferences. As a speaker, it was more intimidating. Uh, I, I personally don't like crowds and I don't like eye contact, but I have to do it. There, there were certainly more, there were more active questions. There was discussions after after the breakout sessions. Here, it's, it's a little challenging. Um, the organizing group that we hired um, does a good job. They have this... Um, they have these online um, discussion rooms after, like mm -hmm. if you know, say, so a speaker would say, "Hey, if you guys want to continue this discussion, just log into this particular room, just find me in this room." So those have been so it's good. Softcon, at least the online experience. The the group we hired um, is, are using some technologies to try to at least facilitate more interaction but of course it's not mm -hmm. it's not the same we, we are recording this before the conference so we cannot share yet about how the, the experience was <laughs> right, is everything right. prepared because yeah it's in one week i'm i'm just in charge of finding the speakers so <laughs> uh for the logistics and everything so uh so far we pulled it uh we've all put we pulled it off every year uh so 
Um, I'm sure everybody else is already set on their parts. Mm-hmm. From from the, the, the past events you had with the Juk, uh, are there some events that really pop out because they were really remarkable or something went completely wrong? That's also a possibility? For the best session, I think it will be it will be really the kickoff, so the one with Simon Ritter. So it ignites the Java developers to have a meetup again. And then for the worst, I think there. I think for me, there is no worst, but maybe the uh, a session that can, can be improved on. So I think if, uh, I'm planning to have more of a the younger ones to get involved to java's meetup sessions so i think there is a notion for java that it will be just for older people and young people cannot really indulge with this language but i'm planning and i had have a vision to to have a more uh, conversation with the younger people uh, mm-hmm. based on java sessions do you try to involve uh, younger people and new speakers so that they become a speaker themselves? Uh, right now we are still on we are still ongoing on that, but uh, I know some people that can help us and some volunteers that I have I think I have one already one volunteer. His name was Eric, and he was also my coworker. and i'm I'm planning to have a sync with him on how we will. Uh, indulge our younger or university students to the Java meetup sessions. Mm-hmm. Is Java one of the languages that is uh, teach that at universities in the Philippines? Um, less and less. Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm on the technical committee for computer science. Um, I'm part of. Uh, I'm one of three people that oversee uh, the conduct of computer science in you know. Um, recommending curricula and the other aspects of the conduct of computer science. A lot of the better schools are teaching Python. Mm-hmm. So it used to be when I conduct training for for fresh grads, because my company does a lot of Java training, um, I could assume that they'd already have a good level, a good foundation in Java, but some some schools often have little to no uh, Java training. So what's happened is there was a time almost every school would teach, well, the better schools. The schools that aren't so good, they're stuck in, I don't know, whatever language. I think they're still using C, for, uh, which is not a bad language to learn from. Mm-hmm. Um, but most grads now, they're, they're most... Most of from the better schools, the they're they're strongest with Python, not so much with Java. Maybe second JavaScript after that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And is Python uh, does it get pushed because of machine learning, artificial intelligence? Do you think that has some kind of an influence? I think it's because it's an easy, it's the easiest language to introduce programming. Mm-hmm. So it's it's accessible uh, as an intro language. Yeah. So maybe we as a Java community have some some more things to do there and, and promote Java even more also for education um, and, and young students. I, we, as a trainer and educator myself, because um, I also teach at one of the universities, I, I think it's good that um, the intro language is something that doesn't have so many things, so many, you know, you, 
we have to create a class and a main method just to uh, produce output, right? Mm -hmm. Of course, for their professional, uh, to for, for, to give the the grads an advantage professionally, um, I think uh, the schools that still include Java in their curriculum do provide uh, an advantage for their for their graduates. Mm -hmm. Okay, um, uh, back to the Jack. Uh, what are the plans for the next sessions and the next year? The next one will be on November. I think on at ONB again, and then I think Kaling will have some speakers that he knows, and I'm also like invite Jansen. I think Jansen will have a uh, will talk about some Java plus AI uh, on November. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then for the next year, yeah, just continuing searching for partners and then to be consistent with the bi-monthly meetup. Uh, Johnson, can you share a bit about the topic that you will talk about? Yeah, I'll talk about Langchain 4J, um, which was currently I'm contributing to, but I'm not officially yet a contributor, but I've been working to add some improvements. And basically it's a... Java version of Langchain. Um, it's an LLM orchestration framework where you can utilize um, ChatGPT to work with uh, your Java applications. So yeah, I'll share it in our next meetup. You're talking about Langchain. Uh, I was at DevOps uh, this month in, in Antwerp and I saw a presentation by Lisa Ras. That was really an amazing presentation. Uh, this really looks like machine learning and chat gpt like function functions coming to java correct yep um i think lisa rice did a great job in presenting Langchain 4j at devops um, recently so i'm aiming to add more details uh, aside from what was discussed before i will add a link to her presentation too to this uh show notes of this podcast because it's it's really a, a very nice library and i think there are a lot of great examples there which are available for any java programmer who wants to do the the stuff that many people do now with python is that a bit yeah. the goal to to be able to do the exact same things very easily in java yep we felt that you know all these other language communities like python are thriving right now because you know, um, Python is really related to machine learning or AI. So we see really a boost in Python um, with machine learning. So I think it's um, for Java developers, we also need to use Java to, you know, to promote Java in using, in using it for machine learning and AI as well. At DevOps, there were a lot of talks about machine learning, artificial intelligence. Is that a bit, bit the same thing for Softcon? Will there also be a lot of AI-inspired talks? Yeah, there should be a good number. I saw that I did approve a good number that was... Uh, we, well, we've always had uh, talks related to the, that topic. I, I just imagine this year there'd be uh, quite a number related to uh, large language models specifically. Are using those. We are all doing Java development here. Are you afraid of your job with ChatGPT uh, around the corner? No, no. Um, it's actually something I encourage. Uh, we're currently in the process of evaluating the right plugin for 
um, our IDEs because, of course, we need to make sure that we don't introduce maybe like our the code generated doesn't introduce GPL code into our client or mm -hmm. it doesn't leak our client code into the wild, right? Or, but so we're evaluating, but it's something, it's not going to, it's obviously not going to get rid of a good Java developers job. Um, it's going to get rid of the Java developers that just generate getters and setters. And, you know, they, 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 they do things without really thinking much about their work, but it will free devs from the little things and it will allow them to be more strategic in their thinking. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to this new age of uh, of just conversing with your IDE. Mm -hmm. so, so just a while ago, I was already telling for writing test cases. I don't even have to. A lot of times, even the even the scenarios, I, I don't even have to to type out the scenarios. I just type out the method name, and it suggests. Mm -hmm. And it starts suggesting all the scenarios I should have for my for my test method. I also saw some demos at DevOps that they are using ChatGPT-like conversation with the code in IntelliJ, I think it was, uh, to explain existing code. So if you are uh, mm. an, a developer joining a team and you find a method which is not really explained or documented, that it can help you to understand existing code. Jet, JetBrains had already a tool for that. Uh, mm -hmm. They have the built-in AI assistant tool to have an in-built-in explanation on the code. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I think it, it, is, it is in pilot stage. Yeah, I think that yeah. was the one that so I was showing, yes. Yeah, I think GitHub also has one. They're, I think they're launching a way for your code base to be analyzed by AI. Actually, I, I, I was I'm in the wait list already. Really interesting how AI is going to change. It's gonna change how we quote, and it also changed a bit of the content of the of the jokes. I think there will be a lot of talks about this uh, this topic. Practically, how uh, the, the Philippine Jug? Uh, so, how can people subscribe to your event, or can they follow you? You're on Meetup. Yeah, that's correct. We are on Meetup. Uh, our primary was the Facebook, but now for our Meetup sessions, we publish it to the Meetup website. And then I think we are already uh, uh, 270 members mm -hmm. since April 2023. So yeah, I think it will be um, it will be increased uh, on 2024 and targeting the Facebook uh, membership from I think we are now on 842 and targeting it to a thousand at the end of this year. Mm -hmm. And yeah. how many people join uh, your events in average? So. We plan it for 30 people, but the average is from 20 to 25. That's a bit the numbers I hear from a lot of jugs. Uh, and definitely after COVID, mm -hmm. when people work from home a lot, and, and it's more difficult to get people, to get them out of their house and come to the jug. You think that will be a problem for you too, that people work from home and are not so interested anymore to, to join a physical event? So the solution that we had is to have a hybrid setup so we had a Zoom Zoom call uh, meeting uh, together with the on-site participants during mm -hmm. the Java session. Uh, but I think you agree that that uh, the activity around the talk is much more important sometimes than the talk itself. Uh, meeting other people and talking about 
problems you have at work, problems you have with Java or just ideas you have to to experiment with. Uh, having the, the social events after the talk, is that also important on your side? Quite a bit it's important, but we have we need to consider also the logistics part and the environment that we had here also in our country in the Philippines. Since mm -hmm. the yeah, we need to consider that traffic also here. So mm -hmm. that's why most of the participants are online. But yeah, they're still very active and chatting us through the Zoom chat and very interested to the topic that we presented. Okay, great. Organizing a jug can be quite challenging. It takes some time, takes some time from your, your work or private time. Why are you actually involved in the organization? What is your goal of organizing the jug? In my personal uh, opinion, maybe Kirby and Jansen will have uh, later. But mm -hmm. for me, I think I have an initiative to let the people uh, know how to be involved in tech. And my solution for that, since I'm already involved using Java, is to uh, use the Java sessions so that people can have this initial uh, goal or initial, like a startup, to be involved in the job in the tech community yeah it's more about how will they be involved and how they will contribute and also it will be an opportunity to them since the job opportunities for tech is uh, big and promising and yeah looking forward for them to be involved in the tech the it or tech industry uh, johnson for you what is your engagement in the job and the reason? Well, I yeah, I aim to unite Filipino Java developers, be they students, professionals, or um, aspiring coders, into a like a cohesive community focused on knowledge sharing and networking. Because we've observed a decline in the Java meetups in the Philippines, and just suggesting that our language community is falling behind compared to others where meetups are thriving. Okay, and uh, Kirby. Yeah, so my motivation for Jag is at first is my, my goal is to hopefully help uh Java programmers find each other, like have a community where we we can find other programmers because as as we know, like uh Java's been like uh dubbed as or as thought of like uh programming language for the old ones. So uh, I was thinking like if we could <laughs> You could build a community that could showcase like people like any kind of generation, any generation can can could collaborate. Even even companies like um looking for for programmers, Java programmers, they can they can uh they can also use our our community for for their hiring for their people looking. So it's like a a place where we really want people not just to uh to, to collaborate with other programmers, but also have this kind of opportunity for them to, to be engaged in actual uh, companies that are in need of uh, programmers, Java programmers specifically. Mm -hmm. So that's basically my, my uh, initial motivation for that. And then after that, uh, discussing with other leaders of Java, yeah, we are also um, uh, motivated to push forward the, the drug to, to more for example, for students, and uh, hopefully make uh, the community more more engaged. Karen, uh, I hear here that Java is old, <laughs> uh, but actually, it's it's 
about the same age as Python, as JavaScript. They all uh, were Python's born, older, isn't it? It's even older. Yeah, they were all yeah. born around the same same time. Yeah. How do you feel about the evolution of Java versus other languages? Java has its place, um, definitely. They, you, I, I've heard Java is the new COBOL, right? But and uh, but the thing is, nobody's up to now. Nobody's been able to to replace so much of the COBOL code. Mm. Um, of course, COBOL. It's hard to compare Java to COBOL because Java, uh, especially in the last decade, has been rapidly evolving. While COBOL hasn't. So we've got the advantages of so much installed base, right? All the big companies, all the banks, the government, um, the insurance companies, they, they've all got uh, so much Java installed and then the technology's getting better. Um, I had some, I was training for, for one of the digital banks. I was uh, conducting training for some grads of uh, the University of the Philippines, which is one of the top uh, schools well most of them are from the University of Philippines mm-hmm. and they were they didn't they don't have any Java anymore in the in the University of Philippines curriculum so when they started working with with Java the the, the tools um, they were so impressed at the level of tooling that we had it, it, it was an eye-opener uh the the power for lack of a better word the power that's available to us tooling the performance the the features of of the language mm-hmm. and the platform um it was a huge eye-opener for for these for these mm-hmm. grads um they came into the training thinking java was this um language that they wouldn't enjoy but um i think they they were quickly very very impressed with what was available to them i think it yeah it's not only the tooling it's all the evolutions which are going on right now right. With the six month release cycle the security updates four times a year and i think the one of the main reason of of being java so great is the community and and that you're able to reach out to people like i'm doing now and, and talking to you and that you are organizing these these events and and get people interested in Java together and, and share their knowledge. Okay. I'm Considering on. Java is dead, it's not so. <laughs> it's definitely not dead. It, it's, it, it's not so bad considering it's dead. So. Yeah. <laughs> it has been declared dead a few times uh, in, yeah. in many years. So uh, we just don't listen anymore. <laughs> okay. Uh, is this something I didn't ask and you want to mention? To the... Uh, the global community, the Philippine Java community. It's a pretty big community. Maybe we're just now, thanks to the efforts of Tristan Kirby and Jansen, it's being woken up again because uh, a lot of the early Java community, I think we've had, we now have our families and kids or or, or businesses. <laughs> so, um, we're not as active in organizing jug events, but it's a very strong community with a very uh, strong senior leadership. A lot of the most critical software that's running the world is actually written in the Philippines. Mm-hmm. Um, and in general, the Philippine software community is a very old and mature software industry. We were doing software outsourcing back when we had to ship uh, rolls of tape on airplanes to 
to get them abroad. So it's been around for, for it, it's a very, very old uh, industry. So we have strong leadership here. We have a strong um, community. So look, I, you know, I'd like to invite the rest of the world to get to know the Philippine software community. And invite him maybe as a speaker at your jug. The jug and in, in SoftCon, um, not of course SoftCon's not limited to Java, but uh, speakers, uh, it's definitely welcome. Um, uh, we'd love to interact with uh, the global community. Mm -hmm. Anything else you want to add? Right now, uh, we are migrating our website, so it's, it's kind of down. Uh, we decided to move forward with a a pure Java solution since we're Jack after all. So uh, we're going to, to re rebuild our website in a way that's, because right now uh, the real website was designed in like more of events. So what we're planning is to make uh, the website uh, focus with community and also online community. We're, we're trying, uh, we're going to build some kind of forum inside so people that are not able to chat with, with each other on Discord so they could have, help each other because what I see is um, in order for us to push forward with the community is that it's not just about meetups but also help us on our day-to-day -day, uh, uh, work with uh, with Java also with our projects so that's uh, uh, our goal for the website and our online presence and as part of that I had this project that uh, when we had this, I mentioned that I had this software company. We 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 actually built our own hosting platform. It's like similar to Netlify, but it's like just a core version of that. Mm -hmm. So it's purely written in Java. It's a hosting platform. Platform it generates uh, uh, SSLs. Uh, it can host things. So I was uh, in uh, when we tried to migrate our website from WordPress. Um, we I I was kind of engaged to 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 see if we could have a, a pure Java uh, platform for running our uh, uh, Jack operations, like websites, email, and everything. So kind of, kind of just uh, a way for us to live up with our, our name as Jack. Mm -hmm. So basically that's uh, what we're planning to do. Also, uh, we're, we're planning to, because to, uh, our leadership right now is kind of uh, uh, focused with uh, a technical uh, uh like uh, technical activities so i was thinking like maybe we could diversify like uh maybe mainly focusing on the other aspects like i was thinking of doing um to engage more more the younger generation which is we're planning to do some kind of giving uh doing some merch for them like uh, design something that they they, uh, they could take uh during uh our events at the same time uh, uh give our our jug a, a brand where people can remember uh more and be be more engaged on on our our mm -hmm. initiatives so basically those are the things to, to target the younger generations as after all the older communities uh, of java is kind of like like me it's kind of old uh and have families already so maybe people are not really engaged to, to uh to this kind of event. So we, we tried uh, in order for us to, to move forward with our plans. So we are going to do some things like that. So that the Jack becomes a bit of a mentor for everyone who is interested in, in programming and want to learn more. Yeah, yeah. So we, yeah. we want to, to have that online press. Mm -hmm. 
Thank you, first of all, guests of this episode and you for listening to this podcast. Keep an eye on Fuji for future articles about development and everything related to the Java world. Thanks a lot. Give me a foo, give me a J, give me the friends of OpenJDK.